0: The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Sunday, 17th of May. The FujiCast. Welcome to the FujiCast. It's Sunday service time with the Reverend Kev. <laughs> you know when you were suggesting that you'd like to do other jobs? I mean, you, you've talked about being a teacher, you've talked about being a postman, you've talked about being a, um, a, a dustman. What, a, what about the Reverend Kev? <laughs> hey. Well, uh... I sense your enthusiasm. Yeah, I think he's a bit late for that.
1: <laughs> no, but you are a church goer. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, true. But I think oh, that, it's, uh, yeah. it's I've other other things in my life. That oh, I see. Yeah, away. I
0: know you can't be. Can you? Wrong religion. Hello, Neil. Back to Sunday <laughs> school. This uh, is this is why I was useless in Sunday school. Terrible, terrible. Ah, um, oh, okay. Well, you'd have to swap uh, rugby shirts, wouldn't you, to go to the other side? If you were going to be the Reverend Kev, um, not quite sure that would work, though, would it? How are you, anyway?
1: i'm okay yeah
0: happy sunday happy sunday welcome to uh, the fujicast daily uh once weekly now daily as we uh, as we join the community of photographers together to talk about photography and take your questions don't forget you can still send them in click at fujicast.co.uk what did you say yesterday was it 59 or 60 episodes we'd, we'd now done oh no
1: 58 or fifty. 50 i think 58. this is this might actually it's be the 60th, 60th. is it think so I hang mean, on i mean let me uh while we while we're here uh and it was
0: um, while you're looking that up i mean it was um it was reasonably easy to get enough questions and enough thoughts and enough feedback in when we were doing it once a week in fact it was it was getting to a stage where we were thinking are we ever going to get a chance to read all these questions out we were planning youtube videos where we were going to do a sort of mop up youtube um things But, um, of course, having, what is it, 60? Have you added them up yet?
1: Uh, Yes, this is our 60th. 60th. (laughs) Now, listen, everybody listening. Yes. Neil and I put a lot of effort into this. <laughs> Neil, more than I. No, we both, we both do. We both do. We, we put effort into this. Yes. No, we we feel we we've had a little off off uh, microphone conversation. Actually, we didn't. But God, where are you going with to this? Say this anyway. Hold
0: on, hold on. Warning, warning. Kev's off on one now. Is is this could be random?
1: We feel very let down by all of you. <laughs> oh, no, don't do this. All of you. <laughs> Why? Because you are not sending in enough questions.
0: (laughs) Don't be rude.
1: (laughs) We want more questions. He didn't send any. He didn't. (laughs) doesn't have to be about cameras. It can be about anything. Well, that's why we like Tech Tech Free Tuesday.
0: Because actually over here is the list of... I've got it here. It's the pile. You can see it, can't you? Tech Free Tuesday questions um, are sitting there, um, shiny and
1: ready to go for Tuesday. Send us anything you want. Today is our 60th daily episode in a row. Yes. That's like... Good. Three months, all bar the randomnesses of different monthly Good counts. Good heavens, I know. Ugh. However, we're going to stop at sixty-two unless, <laughs> unless we have fifty new questions. Uh, what, Kevin? Yeah, we're 50, never going to get five zero. That. Well, that's it that's then. So from keep going, go 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 go. Well, this coming,
0: this coming week, that means that's it. Um, we can both sit in the. Uh, we'll, well, we will be socially distanced by about an hour's drive, but we can sit there on the phone instead yeah the <laughs> recording having a beer yeah. how about that indeed Sounds anyway good. um uh so i'm not sure if kevin's serious sometimes he does go off on one dear listener i'm, I'm very serious are you okay all right i went to i went to Q by the way to go get some stuff for uh well because we're going to do some uh, garden art today uh? oh we're hoping to we're hoping to sell it and become zillionaires rodney um but i went to Q. the queue was absolutely i know why they call it Q now <laughs> um, it was absolutely huge. I wouldn't be surprised if it went round the block and reached Malmesbury.
1: So but they're doing it properly, aren't they? Being queued. No, they certainly proper, are. Proper social yeah. distancing in the store, which is good to see.
0: Well, I went to Wix in the end. It's impossible to say Wix without going Wix. You know that guy that does the voiceover. <laughs> But well, when I got in, I followed the, the line marked on the floor, which which in a DIY store is hopeless for me because I spend all my time aimlessly looking around for stuff usually. Mm. Four sheets of get this, Kev, four sheets of MDF, two tins of paint, set of brushes, 45 to
1: 50 minutes. I know, and if you go past it and you, you've missed it and you, you think, oh, hang on, I need that. to go back to get some nails, I your know. stuff, because there's 18 people behind you. The thing is, when I go to a DIY store, all I'm looking for is the pasty dispenser. And the, and the coke and stuff like that, and and it's like that's it. There's no point in me going anymore. Is that all you do in a DIY store? Yeah, it's like, that's why I love IKEA because of those hot dogs. Ah. <laughs> they do vegan hot dogs. Is IKEA
0: open yet? By the way, is Ooh, that what, you know, pass, yeah. pass. Imagine that though. Imagine
1: a queue <laughs> yeah. snaking through IKEA but ikea always had that funny little you have have to walk this way walk past everything we want you to buy first you you know what yes you're absolutely right yeah they
0: had this going years ago and that's why whenever i go to ikea i spend exactly 1374 pounds i only went in there to get some of those fancy dime bar things
1: they're very clever those those danish people are very 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 clever swedish not danish swedish sorry sorry sorry, danish people and (laughs) swedish people yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) Anyway, Scanderwegians, <laughs>
0: uh, um, we got some feedback, we got a couple of website things, because uh, I, I thought the website was, that, that edition, by the way, the other day was so massive, that we're left, we're left with a few questions, which I thought we'd dig into as the week goes along, um, so I've got a couple from that, hello Neil, hello Kev, one comment or question about websites, a technical one, or technique rather, he said for creating personal web is tiddly Wick. Uh, tiddly wiki. A JavaScript-based local or online notebook, an informal database software. It may not look as good as Squarespace or WordPress-based implementations. It may not be fit for professional usage, but for a hobbyist or enthusiast, it's a viable alternative. Have you ever heard of TiddlyWiki? <laughs> this is yeah. from Adnan, Adnan Onart, um, who's in Cambridge, Massachusetts.
1: Which so TiddlyWiki is like one of those open-source, community-driven things that uh, has all the the great intentions of being something fantastic and it is something fantastic. However, it's clearly written by bearded men in their basements and so has all of the interface flair of bearded men in their basements. In their underwear. Yeah, exactly. Who never, ever see daylight. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sure that's <laughs> yeah. not but is Actually, he's right. It's, it's quite an interesting project for sure, but it's definitely def- not something for the faint-hearted. Is it not? Is it difficult <laughs> to understand? Yeah, uh, it's not so much difficult to understand. It's just very rudimentary, and it's it? in its design. It's very database driven. So. Uh, okay. What was number one by the way in the day you were born?
0: Because I'm just thinking because Adnan Onar is from Mass- Massachusetts, and that was the that, I was whenever I hear Massachusetts, it was the, it was uh, the Bee Gees number one the day I was
1: born. Oh my god, I have no idea. So I'm now typing in number one. Number one the day that Kev was 10th born. Or no, you, you don't need to put your nineteen ninety two. They'll
0: know you. Just put when Marlins was born. What was number one? They'll know. They'll say, not Kev. Is it Kev? Uh, What
1: was it? Hang on. I got it. I got it. Uh, January. So I was only born in 1992. So it was Backstreet Boys or something. No. no. Um, Ooh, look at that. What was it? Donny Osmond, Young Love. Young Love, Donny Osmond. Yeah. Was it really? What was yours? Uh,
0: Massachusetts, the Bee Gees.
1: Mm. That's where I ended up when we did our, our Wikipedia down the rabbit hole. You did, funnily enough, yeah. How weird. But Massachusetts. Yeah, something very <laughs> strange going on. Right,
0: um, question from Reluca Chase uh, from uh, the, the web thing the other day. Although, that, actually, this is, this is something that's a, a little bit wider, I think, as a, as a subject. Uh, Kevin, you said the blogs are time-sensitive. Can you elaborate more on that?
1: Yes, I suppose I can. So things like journals and blogs and the structure of those things, Google sees as recent news. Mm. So over time, they become less important in Google's mindset, if you like. So stuff in your top menus, like your style page or, you know, about me page and everything – will have more waiting, if you like, partly because of the fact that they're always stuck on the top of your, your menu. So blogs typically, you will have noticed, probably, which annoys the say to me, Right. you will have noticed a lot of blogs these days have stopped putting dates on their blog posts when they were published.
0: Do people choose to do that,
1: or is that just yes, the design? because
0: they think
1: that if Google sees the fact that it was published in 2017, it might be less interested. Wow. However, that's a whole load of tiddly winky no no it was tiddly wicky (laughs) tiddly winky i think it's something entirely different kev (laughs) but it is a sunday afternoon so you never know Wasn't he one of the, what was one of those things that that TV character show for the little kids. Oh, you
0: mean uh, yeah, Winky
1: on it? No, no, no. He was uh, Binky Bonky. No, what was he? What is, no, 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 it no, no. You're thinking of the, oh, uh, no. the Magic Playground or something? Mm, no, oh in the night garden.
0: Oh, p- um, yeah. Oh, god oh, yeah. That's the one. And one of them had a real strop, didn't he, or something? And left the show. It was huge, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was uh, oh god, what was that show? I'm thinking of In the Night Garden with the Ninky Nong. No, 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 no yeah, that was, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was
1: the Ninky Nonk.
0: Yeah, but that's you know that show. At, well, both those shows. Do you know the people that wrote them? What on earth were they
1: on when they wrote that stuff? There's going to be people listening to this program now throwing things at their record players or whatever. <laughs> record players. It, it's such a and such. And I still can't remember what record it's called. Record players.
0: Winky <laughs> popo mimi and um mimi i told you it was mimi (laughs) (laughs) anyway where were we anyway uh the dates dates yeah the dates of blog posts it is a sunday you have to bear with us it's been a long long week
1: google will see the blog post arrive and we'll you know because they're brainy people over there will go oh this arrived in our index on this day so just by removing the date from your blog post is not going to suddenly fool Google into thinking it's a brand new piece of content every day. So what drives me mad is when you you read, you know, you type into Google, how do I, I don't know, what's the latest thing on Adobe Lightroom or something? And then this post comes up yeah. and it's not dated. And so you cannot see, if it was written in 2016, I'd immediately dismiss it because it's it's old, yeah. but because they remove the date, you kind of go through it and you think, hang on, is this recent? So please, for the love of Sundays, <laughs> leave your dates on your blog posts, yeah. especially if it's information. Please, it's please, re- just for really me important. and Popo and Winky. Well, I've found out what it is, Teletubbies is what we're trying to tell you. Teletubbies, yeah. that was it. Tinky Winky, Dipsy,
0: La La and Poe, frolic and play in the idyllic Teletubby land. While a baby's <laughs> face in the sun, uh, In the, uh, a baby's, yes, it was a baby's face in the sun, coos and laughs. The Teletubbies have televisions in their stomachs on which they watch real children. That's a bit weird, don't
1: you think? That, that is very weird. That is weird. a bit odd. Mind you, I used to watch <laughs> The Night Garden. Rosa, bless her, when The Night Garden came on, she would get so angry and aggressive. At oh, every, right. She'd sit there, she would only be about eight months old, and go,
0: shh, shh Oh, because you were everybody. making noise.
1: Yeah, oh. and then we'd watch The Poncupines. Pines. And the,
0: uh, no, that wasn't the... You know, were they The Poncupines? Yes. So, American listeners, now do uh, do you get this stuff? American, and Australian listeners, I'm not quite sure whether you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then, uh, that I there. mean that's another weird one, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, not Garden. Yeah, anyway, I made a fortune though, and Mister Tumble, he's a multi-billionaire
0: oh yeah. he's a lovely guy actually i met him yeah <laughs> he's a really he's a really nice guy right um back to the questions photographically speaking um this one is from andrew higgins who is fast becoming a huge friend of the show because of the the amount of time he spends finding interesting things for us to talk about um what does photography mean now this is a very open question kev standby what does photography mean to you this is sort of lifted from a feature in Grant Scott's podcast, United Nations of Photography, which is a good podcast. But I'm wondering if photography is now hardwired into you. Is the act of photographing an essential part of life, a way of thinking and seeing as well as your work? For myself, it's utterly part of my life. The camera's been a constant in my life, regardless of it also being my work, with almost a need to photograph every single day or at least look through a photo book or
1: magazine. Have you bitten, been bitten like that, Kev? I think you Mm. were at the start, weren't you? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Now, I know Grant Scott because he was my editor at Professional Photographer Magazine. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. Uh, mm, No, I'm probably not. I'd like to say that I was, but I'm probably not, I have to say. I I mean, I do look at my photo books most evenings and things like that, and I'm not taking pictures as much as I would like. And I have to say, I don't wake up in the morning and think gotta get some pictures of albie and rosa getting up and you know i just it's just not not there right now but that's probably because of the, the times we live in or the times we're living in um,
0: yeah i mean he does talk about martin parr here um photographers such as martin parr to name just one big star he says um though i've read about and know personally other photographers have said they never pick up a camera unless they're working
1: mm. now <laughs> he's ah now, that surprised me about Martin. It did, yeah. That's oh. true. Well, I don't know if that's true. I've not read that either. I wish I'd known that. Yeah. Um, well, because we have him on the show tomorrow. We do, indeed. Yeah. That would have been a good question. Plug, plug, I, plug. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of wedding photographers who only pick up their cameras to take photos at weddings. Mm. Now, that, I think, would be bad. I don't – I think if that's the case, then that's, that's, that's not really an artistic implementation. That's a business implementation. Yeah. However, I have to say, for me personally, I find it hard to think constantly. And maybe this is because there's other things going on and business and, you know, just keeping everything going and what have you. That that takes up time. And uh, I don't know whether this is a, uh, you know, I hope I'm not speaking out of line here, but whether this is the same for people who are, you know, tied up in their business and trying to get that work in or people who are, uh, you know, have incomes from elsewhere, and yeah. it's less less stressful for them. But yeah, for me, at least right now, I'm I'm you know I'm hitting the computer in the morning, and it's mostly trying to keep the the cogs turning rather than thinking creatively about taking pictures of the kids picking their noses.
0: Do you know I do? Yeah, I do. I do.
1: Got <laughs> I loads of those.
0: <laughs> I do wonder whether that's something that happened in the crossover between film and digital, because uh, watching Platons' show um the other the other night um I I was struck by one thought and that was because he works uh, primarily with film he is surrounded by um not he, he doesn't spend his life looking at a computer and I think that's one of the things that's happened since digital photography is that that a lot a lot of it is computer and not much of it is behind the lens or looking at a negative, or being in a dark room, or doing some of those more alchemic things, almost that, that are connected to photography, that make you a photographer. Because I think sometimes you end up being a computer wrangler more.
1: Yeah, and that's a that's a question that could lead us down multiple paths. Because when I was watching that, uh, the question I was asking myself was, you know, why is he using that medium format film camera?
0: I, th- I, well, think, I there's think there's medium
1: a medium film, camera. film that, camera. That was the question that was going through my mind. Do, do you and- think it's
0: because of the romanticism of being connected with film and not looking at the back of a camera? And and it was mooted in that show as well that he spends his time looking at the subject when he's not looking down into the camera, of course, and not looking at the back and chimping, which divorces well, he said, you.
1: He said something. I'm not sure whether it was him or whether it was somewhere else. Something along the lines of... You know, you have to use a film camera to slow down and, you know, concentrate more. Yeah. It's not true that using a film camera makes you slow down and think about things more. Just choose not to press the button so often or use tiny memory cards that only have three picture spaces. And I actually, I'm not sure if it was him in fairness, but but I, I did see it somewhere. And, and it just made, that kind of brought that, that whole thing together. Yeah. You know what? He would go, he would take those pictures. And by golly, they were amazing pictures. yeah. yeah. But he would take the picture, he would hand the camera to his assistant yep she would take it off to the uh, to the lab. the lab would process it. The, the engineer would digitize it, they would go onto the screen and then they would take it into Photoshop. they would rub things out they would you know they would darken it, they would lighten it, they would do whatever they needed to do. and you know so this this whole idea about the org- organic nature of shooting with film in that case was te- was just not right You just didn't not buy, you
0: didn't buy into that at all. No, not at all. I tell you what, you wanted a lot more questions. You're going to get a lot more comments now. <laughs> Stand <Yeah>. by. <laughs> yeah. well, can worms opened? <laughs> Dennis Skyam. Thing I. Uh, oh yes, this is a, a good. This was. This came in for the website um, a bit the other day. But actually, I, th- I think it's a really good little subject. We're the last. We're the last thing we end on today. Um, thing I struggle about is the about section. Um, so he's talking about his website so uh, i don't actually have an about section he says any tips on how to write a good about me blurb short and sweet to the point dennis love that if i was going to say something i i think um be real real is really important and don't and don't and don't create some sort of thing that you think your customers want to hear let, um, let me say something it, it,
1: please 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 for the love of the tiddlywinkies <laughs> <laughs> Don't start your about page with My love of photography started when my father handed me a camera at the uh, age of 3. Uh,
0: yes, I know there's a lot of that. Uh, well, I'd rather read that than, you know, I like to bake cupcakes and walk my miniature llama on Sundays. Walk old well, ladies across the road and I, I I I'd love world peace. I mean, sometimes it does sound like uh, the the description for uh an in- introduction for somebody circa 1970s beauty pageant.
1: Yeah, I mean be honest and uh, you know, if you do love baking cakes and you like world peace and and your dad did give you a camera at the age of three then that's fine but don't don't make stuff up just to to look trendy but here's the thing if you don't have an about page you will find it very 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 difficult to get listed in google local oh is that right why well because they like it basically same as they like physical addresses things like that makes businesses more real to them
0: do they see the the word about is that something that that google searches for because i mean the
1: word bio
0: about they're all different words so i don't know
1: but they they just want i mean they're clever aren't they they've got they've got you know very brainy people working there so they they can figure all that stuff out but they just want to know that it's a it's a real thing it's not just some kind of fly by night thing that's popped up yeah and uh you know there we go good advice um
0: so write something about yourself at least Mm -hmm. (laughs) dennis send it to us we can sort of do a little bit of on-air editing with it if you like um that's it for another day now monday there's a couple of things happening in this coming week that are really important thursday i'm recording another ask andreas episode um so uh, as you correctly pointed out yesterday he i mean he's he's very much a a head head honcho isn't he um Mm. and and he knows an awful lot about the brand and such a lot about the cameras so, any questions you have at all, make sure you send them to click at fujicast.co.uk. Uh, make sure you do keep sending questions to click at fujicast.co.uk. Otherwise, Kev's going to really lose it. Um, yeah. and, and then, to- Well, I'm
1: not going to come. I'm not going to come anymore. <laughs> not- I'm
0: not coming out to play anymore. But then, then, tomorrow, very, very special interview. I'm amazed you got this, because he doesn't grant this to everybody, does he?
1: No, he doesn't. So, we, we will be speaking to... Martin Parr, yes um, yeah, and uh, it's I would say it's it's a relatively brief interview in in comparison to some of the ones you do but but it's interesting, and i feel I feel he's he's done us a huge favor yeah. by by coming on the show and, uh, you know, we, we kind of explained what we were doing on the dailies and how we were trying to, you know, to help the the, the community and all that kind of stuff. And he said, yes, I'll come on there for you. Yeah, which was good. very, very nice of him. No, it was very good of him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's it. We will
0: see you, um, well, um, it'll, it'll be um, Martin Parr Day tomorrow. Look forward to it, Kev. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Cast is an <laughs> independent Loading Zone production.
1: Goodbye, sweetheart, well, it's time to We're
0: back tomorrow with another another show Well,
1: unless we're
0: fired, we'll talk to you then Goodbye, sweetheart, goodbye Goodbye